did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about this, Cowboys? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Cowboys Nation, wherever you are, wherever you're at. This is Cowboys in Chaos. I'm your host, Kelly Canine. And I am your host, Megan, a.k.a. MC. Welcome back to Cowboys in Chaos. We are back. Feels like it's a been forever. Yes, yeah. it's a brief hiatus, a little vacation, some technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, What's new? We're back. <laughs> Yeah, we're back better and more chaotic than ever. Oh, that is true. We have plenty to discuss. I'm sure our listeners saw that we got together for the draft. Um, So before we get into the chaos of that, see what I did there? I thought we could recap the draft, but it's been a couple of weeks since uh, since I saw you. What's new? Is anything going on? Anything crazy? I mean, I've kind of chronicled it a little bit on Twitter, but I mean, I got full wisdom teeth yanked out, and that is still an ongoing experience. (laughs) Yes, how are you feeling? You sound good. Well, I can speak, but I'm still in some pretty good pain, so not the greatest. But uh, you know what, it's... I tell you what, I'm glad I finally got it done, but I wish I would have got it done a lot sooner in my life. Yeah, I had it, it done. Just, it's it's not something you want to wait for. They say the older you get, the longer the recovery time is. So I'm 40, so go figure. Yeah, I think I had mine out when I was like 16 or 17, and it was not fun then. Oh, wow, so, yeah. <clears throat> but I had dry sockets, so... I had all four of them impacted, so meaning they had to literally, none of them had come through, so they had to, like, surgically remove all four, and then, I'm not a dentist, so I'm probably going to butcher this definition, but dry sockets is when, like, the air gets caught in the holes from where they took the teeth out, and it's so painful. Yeah, basically. So painful. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard that. I hope I don't get that along with what I along with what I already have. I'm hoping that I do not get dry sockets. But yes, that's basically what it is. It's where the clots that are supposed to be that are in the uh you know, in those holes in your teeth, the the clots actually dislodge and then it just becomes a socket without a clot in it and basically it's exposed bone. Um so yeah, pretty bad pain from that i from what i understand like i said i'm hoping i don't get that yeah it's it's miserable i feel like you already would have gotten it by now though because mine happened i mean pretty quickly afterwards yeah that's what i've been told is that it's a couple of days after so yeah well i'm glad you're feeling better buddy that uh that video you posted from sarah was pretty entertaining so Shout out to her for that. Yeah, she got some good energy. She got to add some entertainment out of it, you know, <laughs> out of out of my uh, misery and my pain. But, you know, hey, I'm 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 alive and I'm well and I'm ready to get into some cowboys talk. How how things been going with you though? Have you had anything new happen since the last time we met up? Um, no, not really. Just trying to get back into the swing of things here in Ohio. Um. <clears throat> Same old, same old, you know, waiting for uh, Cowboys to make some more moves this offseason. I think Richard Sherman. Well, hey, we got tomorrow. Tomorrow's the release of the schedule. It's like (laughs) Christmas Eve tonight. I know. I'm so excited. I'm like 
kind of hoping for some leaks tonight because I'm ready to make some plans. So we'll see. But all right, so we're just going to do a quick recap of the draft. And then afterwards, I want to see how you grade the draft, how what you think about our picks. Um, so obviously, I'm sure you guys are aware, we went into the draft at number 10. Um, we ended up trading back with Philly for number 12, which I don't know about you, but shocked me. I was pretty confused about that, but it ended up being a kind of devious move that I don't think we all saw coming, but I'm not mad at it. Um, we used eight of our 11 selections for defense. We wanted defensive players. We got them. First six were all defense. Um, so that was, I mean, I, I knew that we needed defense. I had a idea that we were going to do mainly defensive players, but I didn't think it would be eight out of our 11 picks. So I'm not mad about that. Uh, so round one, 12th overall, we have Michael Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Round two, 44th overall, was Kelvin Joseph, cornerback from Kentucky. Round three, 75th overall, Osa, I'm going to butcher this name, and many others along the list. Uh, Odiozia, a defensive tackle from UCLA. Uh, again, in round three, 84th overall, Chauncey Golston. Did I say that right? Chauncey Golston? Yeah. Um, defensive end from so. Iowa. Yeah, that's fairly easy right there. Round uh -huh. three again, 99th overall was Natishan Wright, cornerback from Oregon State. Moving to round four. <laughs> okay, you can laugh, but I want to see you try to pronounce these names. Uh, round four. I'm just enjoying listening. <laughs> overall, Jabril Cox, linebacker from LSU. Round four, 138th. Yes, I have some things to say about that one. 138th overall, Josh Ball. He's an offensive tackle from Marshall. Uh, round five, 179th overall was Simi Fico. Fico? He's a wide receiver. Fahoko. Is that how you say it? Fahoko? Okay. Fahoko. Yep. No, okay. I only know because there was uh, his one of his cousins played at Tech, and it's Fahoko. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Hawaiian. Gotcha. Uh, round six, 192nd <laughs> overall, Quinton Bohana, defensive tackle from Kentucky. Round six, 227th overall was Israel Mukama, cornerback from South Carolina. And then round seven, 238th overall, Matt Farnick. Farnick? He is an offensive guard from Nebraska. So, what do you think? What's your overall grade? How are you feeling about those picks? Well, I, I mean, I think that if there was a contest of who drafted some of the people with the hardest names to pronounce, I'd say no the Cowboys shit. nailed that. My God. They got some, uh, some difficult names in there for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, without being a total homer and going over the board and saying that the Cowboys were an AA+, plus, uh, you know, I'm going to say that they um, – I would give it a B draft. I, I liked – there wasn't really any of the moves that I didn't like. I was puzzled by the trade with Philly just because mm – -hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't ever like trading within the division. Um, I get it. We got an extra third round pick, but if I'm trading with somebody like Philly or Washington or New York, like I want to get the, I want to fleece these guys. Like I want to get, give me the house, you know, to move up. I know it was only two, you know, a couple of spots and then moved up two slots, but still it's like, I don't know. I don't like trading within the division. I just don't like doing it because if it benefits them in any way, 
you know, it's right. obviously that costs us. We have to play them twice a year. So I didn't really like that very much. It's probably the only move I didn't uh, like. Um, I had a lot of people jumping down my throat because they thought that I hated the Parsons pick. It wasn't necessarily that I hated the Parsons pick. I just was kind of hoping we'd go with Slater um, at that particular spot in the draft. But um, you know, overall, wasn't really upset about Parsons. The run game sucked ass last year. Um, with the additions of the two linebackers that we drafted, Parsons and Cox, uh, I think we're definitely addressing that. Um, and we needed defense in a major way. It's it's very rare that you see a team go all defense or all offense, but we came as close to going all defense as you can get. So I, I loved it. I think it's good. I think these are Dan Quinn's kind of guys. He's um, They're letting him go to work and him kind of put this defense together, which is great. Um, because there's there's several of these guys that were drafted that kind of fit his prototypical mold of the of what he likes in his defense. So yeah, I give it a B. I think it's a I think it's a good defense. I think it can be or a good draft. Mm-hmm. I love the defensive picks, and I think um, you know, some of these guys have potential to come in and definitely be, especially Parsons, uh, day one impact kind of guys. Yep, so, I agree. I agree. I, I like it. I um I also went with a B. Um, I will admit I, sorry, I'm like losing my voice today. Um, I will admit I was not particularly happy with the Parsons pick when it first happened. Um, I did not want a linebacker at 12. Um, to be honest, the fact that we in round four picked up Jabril Cox, that made me feel a lot better about it. I would have liked, I almost would have expected to see him picked first rather than Parsons. But the more I... Um, read about Parsons, the more I see how passionate he is about the game, how much he wanted to be a cowboy. <clears throat> I think he's really going to be one of those players that makes a difference right off the bat, right in the beginning of the season. I think he's going to be an impact player for sure. Um, <clears throat> we picked up three cornerbacks, which I am certainly not mad about. Kind of, kind of brings me back to the whole Richard Sherman idea. It kind of makes me sad because I read some things that he's likely gonna go with 49ers again <sighs> sigh but yeah i would just hearing love, that too yeah I, I would love to see a vet like him with all these new guys and i know we've already gone over that so i'm not going to get back into it but i would just really really like to see that i think he'd be a good fit but it is what it yeah. is that's the game i feel um, like we're gonna i feel like we're gonna have to have some veteran leadership in there though eventually like i mean i just do. don't i don't see us going forward with this young of a secondary no um yeah, they you know they need to have some they need to have at least one veteran kind of guy to absolutely kind of anchor these guys. There's nothing else to kind of mentor them, but um, yeah, right. we just we're we're very young at that position, which concerns me going into the season. Same, same. That's the one concern I really do have because yeah, we went and you know they're it feels like they're almost cleaning house on our defensive side of the game, but which is fine. I'm all for that, but. At the same time, do we want all green players? I don't think so. Like, we need at least one vet, you know, one person who's going to come in and kind of mentor them, teach them, you know, the ins and outs of the game, just someone who's been in the NFL for a while. So, I I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But, I mean, overall, like I said, I'd give it a B. Not too mad about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, draft night was was an A plus night just because. I mean, oh obviously, my goodness! We got to watch night. a draft together. <laughs> do you think our do you think our listeners were surprised to see us? 
because we kept it a secret. It was a really hard secret to keep because so many times I wanted to bring it up. Like we had been planning that for a really long time. A very, very long time. And for those of you that don't know, that's the first time that me and Megan have ever actually met each other in person. We've known each other through Twitter and FaceTime and, and, and telephone calls and whatnot. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Almost two years. And this is the first time we've ever been able to get together and uh, to be able to do it on draft night, you know, and kind of tie in some Cowboys uh, activities to that was uh, was really awesome. Obviously, there were shenanigans other than just the draft, <laughs> but uh, it was a it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I will say that it the, was great. The whole weekend was amazing, in my opinion. But yes. draft night yes. was absolutely interesting. <laughs> um, our tour well, guide. Well, it was before you start throwing me under the bus with this tour guide. It was also <laughs> nice to meet Carl too. I had never met Carl either, so I wanna, I don't wanna just leave him out the equation. Yes, yes. I got to meet Carl. He's a cool dude. I definitely enjoyed his company, as I'm sure you enjoyed his company as well. <laughs> <laughs> he and I shook Twitter up in a different way, but we won't get into the details of that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> So why don't you tell everyone how, what happened after, so after, after the draft, we went, what was the name of the place that we watched the draft at? Well, we watched the draft at a place called DJ's Dugout and yes. we were drinking 32 ounce beers and I, I lost track at some point, but I think I downed at least four of those. There were several <laughs> shots that ensued. And not Afterwards, only, we went to a karaoke bar. Not only when, just shots, go ahead. real quick, not, not only just shots of, like, the same thing. No, we had to, like, throw in tequila, Different. whiskey. Like, we were not fucking around. Oh, my God. But yep. continue. Peanut butter whiskey, regular whiskey, the pickleback shots with tequila. That was uh, is insane. We were definitely mixing all of our liquors <laughs> together like we were invincible. <laughs> Right. Um, obviously I found out the next morning I was not invincible, but, uh, but yeah, so go to a karaoke bar next door. Uh, and none of us got up there and karaoke. I'm very disappointed that you and Carl um, didn't get up there and do a duet. Um, I, <laughs> I, told I mean, you I was thinking like some late, some Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I mean, I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm thinking more Beyonce and Jay-Z type of duet. <laughs> But I told oh, okay, you, okay, I told okay. you right well, off the bat that that wasn't going to happen. I told you I'm not doing karaoke. Even in my drunken state of mind, I was like, that is not happening. No way. But I will sure as hell watch you do it. But you didn't either. <clears throat> I did not either. I was far too intoxicated. Um, we took <laughs> more shots at the karaoke bar. And I don't we remember did? what shots that I got. But I just remember getting, yeah, we got, I got a round of shots. Oh, it was on my Lord. bill because I know I only drank like one beer there. And, and my bill was like 30 something dollars. I was like, well, I know I didn't. I must have bought shots. Cause... But yeah, we, we took shots at the karaoke bar. And then Ooh. we... Did the responsible thing. We didn't drink and drive. We walked back to the hotel that you and Carl were staying at. And that walk should have probably took around 10 to 15 minutes. And it took in the neighborhood of around an hour. Yeah, can we... Or an hour and 15 minutes. Can you correct yourself and say that we did not walk back to the hotel? We walked, we stumbled around downtown Omaha for an hour and then eventually found our way to the hotel. <laughs> At two in the morning, we made it back to the hotel at about three fifteen, three thirty, somewhere in that area. We uh, somehow along somewhere along the way stopped at a food truck, and I think everything tastes better when you're drunk. 
Um, but the food that we had was, um, I don't know that it was a falafel or a, it was a falafel truck. And I a, don't even remember. Or... I can't even say the name of what I ordered, but it was amazing. Like I've had dreams of that. I like, I'm not even going to try to say it. I don't know what it was, but it was amazing. So good. I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure I just got the same thing that everybody got. I was like, what are you getting? I'm like, that's what I'm going to get. But yeah, it was, it was delicious. Something. The food was delicious. <laughs> well, yes. I, you know, it's funny because I was, I, did we did we wait to eat till we got back to the hotel or did we eat while we were walking? No, I, I can't remember, really remember that part the last thing I remember from that night is sitting Indian style on the bed eating my food. I don't Carl was like okay. almost asleep. I don't know if he was yet. You were in the chair. I don't know. I just remember looking at you wondering if you were going to leave or just have a sleepover with us. At that point, I didn't care. And then that's that is the last thing I remember. You said that I passed out in my clothes. I don't even I I don't know. That's it. So I don't know. Well, in my drunken stupor after eating, I remember that I was looking for a ride back to my place because I did not bring my car down there and got a ride down there. Um, I downloaded five. Um apps to for ride apps <laughs> five of them on my phone trying to get a ride home and um speaking of that just the other day i actually got a charge for like 45 bucks because apparently one of the ride apps that i signed up for is like all the ride apps in one app and you pay like a convenience fee oh my for like God. six months and yeah and it's a seven day free trial but if you don't ex- if you don't cancel after seven days they automatically bill you for like 45 bucks and i got this bill and they're telling me that uh, as per the agreement, it's a non-refundable $45. So, yeah, I spent an extra $45 on one of those apps. Just found that out what? the other day. So that was fun stuff. Um, well, I will Yeah, up- so anyway, I'm, I'm downloading all these ride apps. And I, I eventually got a ride home at like about 4.45 uh, from a guy named Muhammad. I think I passed out <laughs> for a little while in you guys' hotel room. Uh, ended up down in the hotel lobby. Passed out in the hotel lobby for a little bit. And... Uh, <laughs> And some lady, the the lady that was working there ended up waking me up. She's like, hey, I think your ride's outside. I was like, oh. Woke up, looked at a text, and it was like, hello, this is Muhammad. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Muhammad's outside. <laughs> and Muhammad was a really nice guy. He drove a Toyota Sienna minivan. I only know that because I looked at the text the next day. I was going to say, how like, oh, of all okay. things do you remember that? As fucked up as we were. How uh, on w- earth? It was on the text. He's he's like, I'm, my name's Muhammad, and I'm in a silver Toyota Sienna. And I'm like, all right. So I got in the back of Muhammad's van and proceeded to pass the fuck out. He had to wake me up when I got back to my place. He, I was sleeping very soundly, and he said, "Excuse me, sir." <laughs> like, sir. <laughs> okay, he tried to say it a couple of times, and then I finally <laughs> kind of woke up a little bit. I'm like, yeah. He's like. We are at your destination, sir. I was like, oh, can I just stay sleep back here till seven and then you Uber me to work? <laughs> he, he didn't want to have that. <laughs> I woke up to... He didn't well, think that all, was funny. I woke up in my clothes from the night before. I was like kind of confused for a minute. Like, where am I? I was like facing the wrong way on the bed. And I didn't remember you leaving. And then I looked at my phone and I had like 17 text messages from like an Uber Lyft or Uber and Lyft. I was scared to look at my bank account to see if like, oh, wow. I don't know, like I didn't get charged for any of them, thank God. But I was like, holy shit, I don't even want to check my bank account. 
So I was trying to help you out, buddy. Uh, apparently, I wasn't. Well, doing and much I, pre- I appreciate that. Yeah, you tried. You tr- you definitely tried hard until you passed out. <laughs> and you passed out laying in one direction on the bed. <laughs> Carl passed out laying in another direction. You guys were out. Like when I left, there was I. Le- I tried to leave quietly so I didn't wake you guys up because you guys looked like you were sleeping so soundly. I don't I think like, there was well, any waking us up. Really- <laughs> no, you definitely guys were in alcohol-induced comas. Well, okay, sure. we were both. But yeah, exhausted. that was. I had gotten up at four thirty that morning for my flight. Speaking of flight, <clears throat> can we talk about how proud I am? The fact that this is the first time I've ever traveled by myself out of Ohio. The first time I've ever been on a plane by myself. I know to a lot of people that's not a big deal. To me, I was very scared doing this because I went up to. That's a big deal. I drove up to Detroit and then I had a flight from Detroit to Chicago. I got my connecting flight from Chicago to Des Moines and I was terrified I was going to get lost in Chicago O'Hare because that's a very intimidating airport. First time I'd ever been there, but I had heard yeah. about how big it is. And I got there. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to miss my connecting flight. And I mean, it's just going to be all bad. So silly me. Like I get off the plane. I have like 17 minutes till my connecting flight departs. So I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I hope I can make it. And then I look on the screen <clears throat> and it's the same plane that I had just got off of was the one going to Des Moines. So I'm like, awesome. So then I asked the lady, I was like. Oh my, I was like, wait, so this is the same plane that I get back on, right? She's like, yes. I was like, was I supposed to get off the plane? And she's like, yes, we have to clean the, we have to clean. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) She was like, sorry, I've never done this before. (laughs) She's like, you're fine, huh? And I'm like, okay. So everything went great. I was very impressed with myself until I got back to Detroit. Did I tell you the story? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, you did mention that you got lost in Detroit. I I got the text. So it's not that I even got lost. Like, okay, I guess I got lost. But so I I flew out United. Okay. My my flight in was Delta and they are on two, they're two different terminals, completely opposite sides of the airport, which I did not realize. I also did not realize how far apart they are. So I get off the plane. With your little legs, you probably weren't moving very fast getting from one to the other, I'm sure. Well, hang on. Stay tuned. (laughs) So I get off the plane and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm all like in my, I'm emotional. I'm just like overwhelmed. And I'm like, God, and I like come down the escalator and it hits me. And I'm like, Megan, you didn't really figure out like what to do at this point like I don't know how to get to back to the parking garage where I parked my car I don't know where my car is hell I don't even there are 10 different baggage claims and I have no idea which one my luggage is gonna be on so I'm like oh my god what now and I'm like by myself I'm like why all of a sudden am I like terrified so and like this is the airport that I've been to the most in my life which is ironic so I finally figure out where my baggage is. I get my baggage. I'm like, sweet. Now what? So I start looking around. I'm like, where to go? Parking garage. Cool. Once I get there, I'm like, yo, none of this looks familiar. Like at all. (laughs) At all. And 
Detroit airport, for those that don't know, is a very spread out airport. Like it's, the terminals are not close together. It's very large and it's very spread out. So from there, I learned that I, once I realized that I was in the wrong terminal, then when I initially came here, I was like, okay, so how do I get to that terminal? And I looked at this map and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I overheard oh, someone. I have maps. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never, hey, I've never flown before either. So I'll tell you what, the fucking maps don't help when you don't understand them, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I overheard someone talking about how they had to get a shuttle to the North McNamara parking garage. And that like rang a bell in my head. I was like, that's where I parked. So I kind of like followed this couple and I like asked them and I was like, you're taking a shuttle to that parking garage, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool. I was like, awesome. So I get there and I'm like, I'm good. I know where I know where my car is parked. I am fine. I get off the I get off the shuttle and still nothing looks familiar. And I'm like, oh no. At this point, I'm freezing cold. I'm wearing shorts and a jacket and it's 50 degrees here. It was like 80 degrees when I left Iowa. I'm freezing cold. I'm exhausted. I'm by myself in Detroit carrying all my belongings around and I'm just like, I just need to find my car. So, I start walking because what else am I going to do? And I walk and I walk and I walk and nothing looks familiar. And before people, I know everyone's thinking, oh, you should have taken a picture. I did. I took a picture of their numbers on the concrete in front of my car when I parked. So I thought to myself, okay, that must mean something. So I took a picture of it. Come to find out, I took a picture of the wrong thing. Those didn't really mean anything. Those are not the things you want to take a picture of if you want to remember where your car is. Oh, boy. Yeah. So at this point, I'm, like, starting to get, I, like, have pretty bad anxiety as it is. And now it's, like, starting to build up, build up. I asked people, um, shout out to Detroit Metro Airport for having the biggest fucking assholes as employees besides the two girls. Oh, wow. Shots fired. They were so rude. Like, I would ask a question. And I mean, I'm a single female, like, obviously shook up that she can't find her car. You would think, you would think that employees would be more helpful. But they were like, uh, yeah. Like, they, the way they answered was just so rude. And then this one guy was like, here, call this phone number. They'll help you. And it was like a customer service phone number for like the parking garage service. And I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? So finally... I get off an elevator and these two girls, they have like government official badges. So I'm like, okay, they, they seem to be legit. And I'm crying at this point because I'm just so frustrated. (laughs) I'm scared. I just want to go home. I'm exhausted. And I'm just crying. I'm like, do you guys work here? (laughs) Like, this is so embarrassing, but they're like, oh my God, honey. Yes. Like, are you okay? I was like, I can't find my car. (laughs) They're like, oh no. All right. Well, let's here, let's help you out. And I showed them the picture and everything. The one girl ends up, they had just gotten off work. So the one girl ends up taking me like in her own personal vehicle because she was leaving and is like driving me around and then she's like well I you know what I just started working in this terminal like last week so I don't really know where I'm going either I'm like oh my god okay Um. so yeah so then she calls this other number and this sweet old lady answers 
And then she's talking, I can hear what they're like talking about on the phone. And she mentions, well, have her drop her off here. And then someone's going to pick her up. And I was like, please don't leave me. <laughs> like I started panicking again. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> so she's like, <clears throat> the, she's like, well, put me on the phone with her. She's like, it's, it's okay, honey. Don't be crying. You'll be all right. Let me stay on the phone with you. And so he comes and gets some older man comes and picks me up. He had like smooth jazz playing in his truck. He was like the sweetest old man. And he just like, I showed him the picture and he's like, yeah, that ain't helpful. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and I like explained to him what I remembered of where I parked and he drove me around for probably a good half hour until I found it. And oh, wow. I like, I was so shook up. Like I had a panic attack. I was just like, thank you so much. Like, he's like, it's fine. See, and you know, what's funny <laughs> is that I remember you talking to me. You were all worried about the trip down. You weren't worried about getting back. You weren't worried about the Detroit. Or you were worried about Chicago and getting lost in the O'Hare Airport and, and all this other stuff. And, and then look at you. You came back home and got lost in Detroit. Well, it's because oh, I was so focused Megan, on getting there in one piece that I hadn't really considered coming back. I mean, I w when I got to Detroit, yeah. I was like, shit, I got through security super fast. I had like an hour to spare, sat down, had a couple drinks. I'm like, this is a breeze. No, it was a nightmare upon my, re <laughs> upon my return. It was horrible horrible so shout out to that sweet lady those two girls and that old man that found my car just for perspective my flight landed at 8 15 I remember looking at the time as I pulled out of the airport and it was 10 55 oh wow wow yeah and so then I had a, pretty late then and then I had a 45 minute drive home after I was just like so mentally exhausted and but besides that, you know what? I'd do it all over again. I like relive that whole entire weekend in my head over and over. Overall, I did it. But note to self, take a picture of the correct zone. Well, hey, look at it like this. It's practice makes perfect. So this is your first time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, you had a little bad experience on the return trip. But hey, now you've learned from your mistakes. You know what you did wrong. You can correct those mistakes. Practice makes perfect. I'm proud of you for traveling for your first time. It, it absolutely Thank is you. a big thing. Like I've it's never, intimidating. I've never been in an airport. I've never, I've never, I've never flown. Um, I can't I've believe you've never been on a plane. Went, so I've never flown either. I cannot believe you've never been on no. a plane. That's crazy. See, I truly don't never like Never been on a plane. I really don't. I just get like a good enough buzz to where I'm just like, well, this is it. This is it. So... Other than, I mean, I, I really don't like flying, but I will, it was nice that I had a connecting flight in Chicago because it was really only an hour each flight. Like it felt like by the time we got up in the air, they were already descending. So it was like a breeze, <clears throat> but yeah. Well, I'm yeah. like, I'm ready to no, be a frequent a... flyer now. Look at me. I got Ex my wings Exactly. Too. That's what I'm saying. You got your wings, and yeah, you sent me the picture of that guy who just <laughs> yeah. gave you wings for first time flying. I'm I'm gonna let you know. I think that's pretty cool. So uh, first time I fly, I'm gonna make sure I ask for him. I'll be like, hey, I'm a virgin flyer, and my friend got wings when she flew. Where are mine? Well, see, okay, I had flown before.
before, but this was my first time flying alone. And so he, I checked my bag or whatever, and then he handed me something and I was like, it was like my baggage. I, I really don't even know what it was, honestly, but he's like, here you go. I was like, what is, what's that? And he explained, I was like, sorry, it's my first time flying by myself. He's like, oh, it is. And he handed me a little pair of wings. I still have them. I'm asking for wings. I don't care. You better. I want them. I'm like, I want wings. My friend said you get wings. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so we got, now we, now we've got that, you know, got that all behind us. And then, and you've, you've flown, you're a experienced traveler now doing this all on your own. And, and now uh, we have the, uh, the schedule release to look forward to kind of like Christmas Eve. So we've got I'm that schedule so and uh, we're going to be able to break that sucker down um next week on the ne- on next week's show and i am super excited about doing that because we will be able to have a lot of a lot of content a lot of cowboys talk going over the schedule doing the way too early predictions on wins and losses <laughs> yeah. um i still haven't actually finalized the team but i want to do it i want to we're going to walk through the whole thing that's the fun of the schedule release you get to look at it we already know who we're playing but you get to know the dates mm-hmm. you get to know okay do we have a tough stretch do we have an easy stretch um, how's this schedule play out? Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm uh, too. Yeah, this is, and this is going to be 17 game season. I know. I know. I'm so get the, excited. Get the extra game. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I know it's only one extra game, but I'm, I mean, I'll take, I'll, I'm like a starving man. I'll take whatever you're going to give me. Absolutely. Please, sir, can I have some more games? I am just ready for it to be August. So, um, I'm ready for that opening game. I'm, I kind of, I, I really hope that for some reason I really want to see the opening night be in Tampa on a Thursday night game. I would really like that. Partially I because that I really want really to cool. go to Tampa. I don't. <laughs> well, I think that would be pretty awesome. I don't, I don't foresee that happening just because I think that. You know, Dallas wasn't even a playoff team last next. You know, this last year, uh, I think Tampa. I could see Tampa opening the season, but I could see them opening against the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, rematch of the Super Bowl. I don't know though. I don't know if they play each other though. So I didn't. I didn't look at if those are if they're on each other's schedule, but I could see that. Um, but then again, I don't know. They may not play each other. So if that's the case, that wouldn't make sense. But I I feel like that our opening game week to be honest with you as much as i hate to say it it's Mm. gonna be the giants again this will be like i think three years in a row in a row yeah three years in a row maybe even four that we've started with the giants yeah yeah i don't i don't know why they always start us off with the giants in a divisional game but i mean if they're gonna start us off divisional game give me philly yeah i was gonna say bring the eagles let's just let's just go right for it bring them on yeah that's what i'm talking about bring on the eagles let's go ahead and take on the hate rival do it but, <laughs> yeah but we're we're about to it's about to happen it's going down yep i'm super excited and we got dak back this year fingers crossed we got a healthy season for that would be i think we'll have a healthy season this year because we'll have more of a preseason we'll you know things are getting better as far as covid and all that so i think we'll be all right i hope i pray <laughs> i think we'll be all right too I think we'll be all right too. So, yeah, so heads up, you know, it's, 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 it can't be worse than, it can't be worse than last year. There's uh, just no damn way. No. I'm very optimistic about this year. I am too. I am too. 
Well, I think that wraps it up for another episode. Like I said, or you said, we will definitely be looking into the schedule next week. Um, but until then, make sure you guys follow us at Cowboys in Chaos on Twitter. Bye. All right, Cowboys Nation. Till next time, we out.